Hello and welcome to This Could Get Nerdy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Sorrel. And this week we are talking San Diego Comic-Con 2019. We got teasers, trailers, new movie announcements, and everything that Marvel dropped on us. Yeah, basically ready to spend any and all money I have on Marvel, which is no surprise because that's pretty much how I feel every year. Yeah, no, exactly. Right? I mean, yeah, I got to say, especially like Saturday like evening when all those like Marvel announcements were dropping, it was like, I don't know, it's like Christmas Day. <laughs> but the best... It was that crazy feeling, you know? Where but it's the like... best part about, like, I mean, obviously we're going to get into the Marvel stuff later, but um, we were at a party. It was my uncle's 50th birthday. And I think because of the loud music, I was actually able to, like, scream excitement. Yeah. And when, like, things were happening. Right, right. So I was just like, yes! <laughs> right? Without feeling like, oh, like, okay, I'm just going to keep it down. No, because the music was, like, drowning out like my sound yeah, yeah i was able to kind of cheer as loud as i could yeah and it looks totally normal just seeing you like cheering there in the back it's like oh she's really happy for this party yeah right <laughs> okay so yeah let's get into it yeah uh i mean let's talk about the trailers first because the thing with the marvel panel is that's kind of the meaty meaty stuff right yes yeah so we did get a couple trailers. We got the final trailer from It Chapter 2, um, or as our friend Joey lovingly calls it, IT. Um, it's impossible not to call it IT. No. Like, IT Chapter 2, or just IT. <laughs> um, I don't know, it just works. But it's the it was the final trailer, and we got a better glimpse of, um, you know, the Grown Up Losers Club. So everyone was there except um, Stanley, right? Because... In the book, he's kind of when he when they grow up, he's the one who's first to go. Yeah. But I think that they did show a bit of him in the trailer, right? Because you know, for this is not a spoiler unless they change it somehow in the movie. But in the book, you know, when when it comes back after like twenty seven years, right? Yeah. He ends up killing himself. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the main catalysts that like drive all the losers back home yeah right yeah, exactly so i don't know how faithful that part's gonna be in the in the um in the movie series but i'm it does seem like it because he wasn't even shown in that group of losers like yeah. that scene right yeah no exactly yeah. yeah i mean i imagine he'll be there you know briefly <laughs> yeah um, and then, um but it's great i mean it, it seems like um you know, Mike has like a bigger role in this one too. And I mean, they just killed it with the casting. Yeah, I love the casting. The like casting I mean, Bill Hader, I'm like, I I love him. And just yeah. seeing him in like any any dramatic roles. Yeah. Like I loved him in Barry. And um Bill Hader is the one <laughs> I'm probably the most excited about, only because again, like I love him in um SNL. Yeah. And he's such a great actor and it's always really good when comedic actors i find the comedic actors are the best at doing really dramatic roles jim carrey yeah like jim carrey like i'm not gonna lie adam sandler oh yeah and right? uh oh geez what's that movie punch, punch, punch Rick love yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so I'm he's the one I'm most excited for, but obviously like I love Jessica Chastain. She's great. Chastity. James, <laughs> James McAvoy. Uh really solid people. Yeah. And and they look like the characters too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for this movie. Like definitely I would say probably the my number one horror movie at this point that I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. Um we got to see Pennywise was lick a tongue. <laughs> oh my god, just like licking that in that one scene. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, um, no. Like, especially that that other shot where they show him like it's like tearing off like the makeup, like his face yeah. almost. Uh that was really Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited and I, I I haven't read like the whole book, but you have. Um so I guess you know, we'll just have to wait until the movie comes out in September. Yeah. So a couple months from now. Um, and then you can hear our thoughts on it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, me coming up from an outsider perspective, really just watching the mini series, um, it with, um, uh, oh my god, who's the original actor? Tim Curry. Yes, Tim Curry as the original Pennywise. But you are kind of coming into it with the knowledge of that mini series plus the book, mm -hmm. right? So you can kind of let me know 
the major differences that you've spotted. Yeah. Right. But really excited for yeah, the movie. No, it's, it's, it's getting, it looks really good. Yeah. And it's, I mean, obviously we were already excited when they announced it, but I was even more excited when they announced the cast. Yeah. Right. Um, Definitely sold. Um, I mean, another, I guess, horror movie. Uh, they were talking about, um, they announced, um, I guess, the two Halloween sequels. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Which... Uh, and they're both coming out, what like, one year after the other, right? 2020 and 2021, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Okay. I'm not a fan of the names. Yeah. I mean, especially that Halloween Ends one. Halloween Kills. Like, is that the one that's the... Yeah. No, I mean, both of them are just like... Uh, Halloween Ends is not... As, Halloween Ends sounds like a Batman thing. Yeah, but Halloween Kills has that machete. Yeah, kills. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's kind of... It's like weird enough and out there for like a slasher. It's like, okay. Yeah. But... Um, but I think that they are wrapping it up. Um, I'm hoping... The thing is, is the sequel Halloween, which came out in 2018 with... Danny McBride as the writer, like it was great. Um, yeah, and David was, Gordon Green. Yeah, yeah, and it was exactly like the original Halloween in that the pacing was almost the same, the music, the tempo yeah, of everything was exactly. Brought back John Carpenter to do a little music. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the the great thing about it. The great thing about this, I guess, it is a sequel to the original movie, so it, it completely scraps. All yes, the all the five all years. the unfortunate uh, sequels and crazy <laughs> uh, ideas that they decided to throw at the wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this one follows directly, like immediately after the events of the original Halloween movie back in the nineteen eighties ish. But again, it's one of those things where a person who normally does comedic projects doing like dramatic work like this like I think Danny McBride has a really solid sense of where it's gonna go so that's kind of why I'm very hopeful for it I'm really not a fan of the name Mm -hmm. but it's all about the movie right yeah no once once we see the trailer you know I kind of want to see where it goes from there yeah definitely right Um, I mean when was the last time like a movie title killed a movie (laughs) never (laughs) Well, Edge of Tomorrow. What lived I repeat? Yeah, I, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, I could do with that. I, I, yeah, again, I mean, we're gonna go into some crazy titles with the whole Marvel panel eventually, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not super sold on the title, but again, it's the premise and the in whatever trailers they'll have eventually for us that will kind of sell sell it to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping um, Andy Matichuk and. Um, her daughter, um, actress's name. name escapes me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope she, I hope that they come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they were great. Too. Yeah, well, I, well, I imagine they're kind of trying to go for I guess, a trilogy with this. Mm-hmm. I guess these new movies, right? Yeah, and definitely sort of build off that you know three generations uh, that relationship that they had in the first one. Yeah, and I mean, again, this was a totally completely different Laurie Strode than we saw even in the original movie. So you know, she kind of came into it as jaded and really like, like a lot of like really bad PTSD, but she's a survivor. But I'm really, I'm really wanting to see if she's truly done or if she still thinks that he's going to be out there. Yeah. Right. There is going to be that. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping and kind of semi expecting a very, very final showdown between the two of them, Mm -hmm. which, you know, Maybe one in space. God no! Please. <laughs> That's where all these slasher movies go. They eventually go to space. Let's not. Let's not, <laughs> let's not at all. <laughs> you say that now, but no, all like right. never. Jason X was like, oh god, it was like, it made no sense. What about a Leprechaun in space? No. No. All right. How... <laughs> no. All right. All right. No. All right, all right. I see you're clearly not the target audience for <laughs> Leprechaun in space. Uh, you know, moving moving away from horror, there were a bunch more trailers that we got. Um, so one of them was um, we got a 
clear look at the Watchmen series on HBO. Yeah, another much longer, I guess, a little over three minutes. Mm-hmm. And the thing with this is, um, Damon Lind- Lindelof, he Lindelof. Lindelof, he had said that he had already said that the minute that they announced the HBO series for Watchmen, that it was going to be different than the movie that we were used to and the graphic novel. So, yeah. you know, this isn't going to be for anyone who is a fan of Watchmen. This is totally new territory Yeah, in, within the Watchmen series. But then there are, um, I guess, nods, right? So you oh, yeah, there's lots of, like, of references. You do something um, like Ozymandias and Rorschach. Or at least references of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I guess the way the direction they're going with this series is it's going to be probably, I think it's supposed to be like 40 years or somewhere around there, Mm -hmm. like after the uh, original, I guess, events of the, um, you know, first movie graphic novel. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks good. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like this is going to be a situation where it's like... It keeps the high-level premise, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it's like... It looks good, but is this something that we need? You know what I mean? Is it? Is it in like, like I don't know? Like, if like, it's are able, we asking that question in that we have superhero fatigue already, or is this a thing where do we need a remix version according to Lindelof of the Watchmen series, or should we just stick to kind of what you know? panel to screen kind of thing yeah because it's going to be kind of almost like a in a way a reboot of the original but obviously it's going to take place you know in the future and kind of building off of it but it's, it'll have obviously similar you know ideas yeah um i mean i definitely like seeing obviously um you know some of the, the different references uh throughout mm-hmm. the whole uh, like the whole cult of uh, rorschach thing i guess they kind of have going on there yeah. uh looks interesting uh, seeing, you know, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. So, um, especially, yeah. So he was the one who, like, I think, like, how do, how, how do you explain him being in the series? And he's actually confirmed to make some sort of appearance in it, right? Yeah. Um, so, because you see a little glimpse of him on, like, a news report. Yeah, he's and just hanging out in Mars. At the end of the trailer, um, you see that kind of familiar blue hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's back on Earth again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, like, it, what does that mean for the the rest of the series, right? Yeah, exactly. And just how big a part he's you know going to play and everything. Mm-hmm. Are you going to um, give it a chance and watch it? Oh, one hundred percent, obviously. I mean, no. I mean, at the end of the day, it's one of those things. There's like you can complain about it, but like you know, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got so some good actors behind it. Yeah, they're pulling no punches. They've got yeah, they've got Regina King, Gene Smart. Um, they they Jeremy even, Irons. Yeah, Jeremy <laughs> Irons is in it. That's gonna be really exciting. Uh yeah, solid solid cast. I mean, the trailer looked good. Yeah. Um it's just one of those things where I guess we won't find out until we watch it where do we really need to remix? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um you know, speaking of you know, not sure about it, but you'll try to watch it, maybe, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Arrowverse confirmed Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, so that's going to be, I guess, their special event. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess even more importantly, um, I guess we already knew that Brandon Routh, it's Routh, right? Yeah. Not Ruth? No. Brandon I hear people Routh. say Ruth sometimes. I don't know. No, if... I've only ever heard of Brandon Routh. Am I the only one who's heard that? Yeah. Okay, but well, that, ignore me. But yeah, no, we heard that he was going to come back as Superman, right? But then Which during. Which didn't make sense because he's already playing Ray Parker. Yeah, Adam. yeah, exactly. And then obviously it was revealed, you know, at the panel when he kind of opened up his shirt and he uh, had the Kingdom Come Superman logo. Yeah, my dad was like super excited about that. He was like yell, he was like yelling, whispering in your ear yesterday. Yeah, I know. During the party, it was all the music playing. He was like talking to me. I was, I had no idea what he was saying. I was just like nodding, like yeah, man, all Superman. Of a sudden, it's like he's like Brandon Rouse, Superman back, and you're just like, okay, I can, I can put those together. <laughs> Yeah, and I just assume whenever he talks to me, it's probably Superman related. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> That's the only relationship you guys have. <laughs> um, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, Arrow is also ending this upcoming year, I think. Right? Um, Hopefully. It's, it's wrapping up this upcoming year. Um, Flash and Supergirl. 
Um, Legends of Tomorrow, they seem to really be going strong. And then we've got Kate Kane um, coming into the Arrowverse, you know, as as Batwoman. I mean, are they still going to call it the Arrowverse? I guess I yeah, yeah I don't I don't even and, and like here's the thing too it's like you know even like with Arrow finishing its entire series like I don't the way that Stephen Amell is in that he loves the fans of the series I don't think that this is the last time we're gonna see him he's no you have to come, think he's gonna show up oh yeah hundred percent hundred percent um which is which is great because I mean he is he is a great Oliver Queen. Um, so it's definitely not going to be the last time we're going to see him, hopefully, because uh, there's going to be multiple crossover events. I'm assuming that CW has planned for these guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give it a chance and watch it. I just don't know how. You're going to watch I just, the, the crossover um, event? Yeah. But I just yeah. don't yeah, know no, I, how, I might watch that. I don't know how um, informed I will be during then because it's like I haven't seen Flash since season three admittedly <sighs> haven't seen arrow since like season four admittedly supergirl's kind of the only one i'm catching up with yeah yeah batwoman it's like i don't know yes will you watch that <laughs> i don't know i i want to give it a chance but like legends of tomorrow i've never seen at all yeah right so i don't know how much of the story I'll actually know. Yeah, what kind of impact is this really going to even have on you if you haven't really been following these characters for all these seasons, yeah. right? And just like people are just going to randomly show up and you're like, who's that, right? Yeah. At least for you anyway. <laughs> no, 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it is really cool though that they'll have like, you know, I don't know how Kingdom Come Superman will be in it, mm-hmm. you know, well, as I it mean, relates to the actual comic book. So like, what is it in the comic book that kind of happens? And like, what do you mean? Like, like um with kingdom come superman i guess like um i know my dad has this like big alex ross poster, yeah, yeah like poster of him um so it's just yeah all i know is that it's like a different yeah i mean it's like a different universe yeah. you know superman i mean it will be an older superman so i guess will that explain but... will that explain brandon rose as yeah because it's gonna be i guess it's gonna be he's gonna be Superman from like the Kingdom Come universe, right? Mm-hmm. Because then we're also also have um, that other guy as Superman, right? Yeah, his um, name I can't remember. Ty- yeah, uh, no, it's not <laughs> Tyler something. Um, yeah, no, Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah, yeah. But and so obviously, like you know, for people who do know Brandon Roth outside of Legends of Tomorrow, he did play Superman in Superman Returns. That was his kind of breakout role. Mm-hmm. Um. Will it, I don't like is that is I don't that think even that's in the related. same universe that's or is not that related. a thing where it's, no, it's just gonna it's more be of a fan service type casting? Yeah, it's a lot of it's just fan servicey. I don't it's not gonna be like, you know, that's the Superman from Superman Returns and now he's turned into Kingdom Come mm, Superman. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't imagine they would do that. No, because then it's, that wouldn't I mean, really make much sense. The thing with Arrow versus it's already so hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that just kind of adds like that. Actually, a little bit of confusion. Right. Right? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was another, you know, in, in within DC News, but from the DC streaming service. Yeah, um, actually, I would say I'm probably more excited about, like, the DC streaming stuff. Yeah. Than any of the CW stuff. Um, so what what DC streaming service news do we have from, from Comic-Con, then? Because, I mean, besides they've already, you know, announced another season of Titans. And, of course, that's going to have Deathstroke in it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, he's awesome always. Yeah, because they casted someone to play his daughter, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's gonna be in it, and then a uh, Doom Patrol, I guess, is also renewed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also showed, uh, finally showed a trailer of the Harley Quinn animated show. Yeah. So and she's I, like swearing. Yeah. And- <laughs> I, so uh, when I watched it, I was definitely not expecting that like all that swearing yeah right yeah but I, I like it me off. yeah i like it but it's good yeah it looks great yeah no i mean like I, i'm definitely feeling that harley quinn fatigue mm-hmm. but like this show it it looks different enough that like i think i'll definitely watch it when i can of course obviously you know dc streaming service you know here we are stuck in canada <laughs> right i don't know <laughs> um so when it does actually- become available Kaylee Cuoco is actually going to be in. She's actually voicing Harley Quinn in right. this one, um, and then it follows 
yeah, it follows her and her best friend Poison Ivy played or voiced by Lake Bell. And Diedrich Bader, he's in this too, and he's a great voice actor. He's done a bunch of stuff, including Batman, Brave and Bold, um, Justice League Adventures and stuff. So he's done a couple of things. And then Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. He's, <laughs> I don't know, like, how do I pronounce his name? But he's, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's voicing Joker. So nice. There's a lot of shots of Joker just getting hit in the nuts and stuff. <laughs> So actually, it even says here, oh, Tony Hale, Christopher Maloney, Jason Alexander, Wanda Sykes. You got some like really, you know, decent names here. Yeah. Um, it says that it is going to air in DC, in the DC streaming service in the US, but it'll um, air in Adult Swim here in Canada. Oh, okay. So at least nice. we'll get a chance to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Last but not least in trailers, we got our very first look at, um, is it Geralt? Geralt. Um, or Henry Cavill as Geralt in the new Witcher series. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never played the game and I haven't read the book. So I'm very much going into it as this is new territory. For yeah. Me. This is like, yeah, for me, I also, I somehow have not played the games yet. I've been mm. meaning to play it for like years. I don't know how I, like I play Skyrim. I play fallout. I play all those kinds. Mm-hmm. Like I somehow have like just not sat down and played this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it is coming out on the switch soon. So hopefully I will play it then. Yeah. <laughs> but um, from what I've seen, you know, it looks, it definitely looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, at least until we saw that, big spider looking thing at the end yeah no the big spider was uh, a comments on the note. that big spider at the end yeah <laughs> no the big spider any, <laughs> any movie or show that shows a big creepy spider that's a hell no for me oh yeah um like oh God, like kong scott island when they showed that big like tree yeah, spider, yeah, that yeah, yeah. W- gave me nightmares when they showed a spider like monster in godzilla king of monsters that was cool. that was a big nope <laughs> um so yeah no no spiders for me but i mean I, i'd give it a chance i think with the witcher because i don't know anything about the original source materials i want to see what the reviews are before i actually go in and watch it right yeah mm-hmm. yeah cause I, yeah i mean it is on netflix so you know some of their shows can be hit or miss yeah yeah and I mean, I guess, like, it, I I don't know how confidently I want to say this, but this is maybe the the series or the reason why, you know, Henry Cavill is not playing Superman anymore. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's a great actor, and it's really good to kind of see him in, in yet another kind of genre-type role. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Again, um, I'm really, he looks great, right? I mean, I've seen the side-by-side comparisons of him and the character that he plays, like, within the video games, and it's, like, spot on. Like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, Henry Cavill, he was, like, he was a really good Superman. Yeah. And it sucks that, like, he never really got a chance to be, like, in a really, like, Man of Steel was fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, Justice League was not a great Superman. And it's too bad that he never really got to kind of, you know, be full on Superman for anything. Yeah. and Yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's kind of, like, wasted potential, right? Yeah. Um, because the thing is, like, DC did have very stellar Superman, had a great Batman and stuff. It's just, it didn't, I guess, like, the written material didn't work. Yeah. They, right? just, they just tried to they tried to copy what Marvel did mm-hmm. and they just into, you know, click a time and it just didn't like work for them. Yeah. Yeah. So it sucks. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it sucks. It's... <laughs> I, I'm at that point where I'm just like, okay, well, you know, you, you still have Wonder Woman to kind of hopefully salvage the DCEU and you've got Aquaman and Shazam. So, I mean, let's hope that yeah. you sad that we didn't see any Wonder Woman stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm really kind of annoyed. Yeah, because it's coming. I mean, out. we are still away a little bit away, right? Because it's but not I mean, till like, you know, we haven't gotten anything at all. Like, like nothing about what. Like for me, I'm really excited to see what Kristen Wiig looks like as Cheetah. I'm. I just. I don't know. Like, I need something. 
Right. right? I'm, I'm done looking at posters. It's, I just need. You're just done looking at that same picture of Gal Gadot. Just like. No, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm right. never done looking at pictures of Gal Gadot. But. I have been corrected. Point, I can. I just need like a five second trailer even to just kind of, you know. Just kind of what? <laughs> like a please my appetite, I guess. I, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, like, I I honestly thought, like, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, SCCC was, was going to be the place where we'd get some sort of Wonder Woman thing. And I'm kind of annoyed that we didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, again, thankfully, they did, like, they, like, announced it, you know, beforehand that there wouldn't be anything. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, we were yeah. already going in, like, all right, we're not going to see any of this. It's okay. No, it's not okay. We We need... We need some. Well, I need some Wonder Woman. More stuff, your so wife. Give me, just give me some of. Give me some clips of my wife, and we're good. We're good. We'll be fine. Come on, DC. How could you get this wrong? Moving on now into the big meaty part of San Diego Comic Con. Probably the reason why we'll all go into some sort of debt over the next couple of years. Marvel. Yes. Um. Marvel hosted a big panel where they revealed a whole bunch of different details until. Phase four um, into their DC plus shows and kind of or the Disney. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then future um, future Marvel movies. That were, yes. That will eventually come out. Yeah. We promise <laughs> we're working on them and they will come out. <laughs> um, so kind of going into TV first, we've got a whole bunch. Of, they've already confirmed these. So a lot of them aren't new yeah. with the exception of one of them. But they're all expected to come out between August 2020 to mid or late 2021. So we've got um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. which is <laughs> set to premiere August 2020. And the yeah, it's DC the first one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so this one, it, it's set to take place after the event of Avengers Endgame. And for maybe like the two people in the world who haven't seen it yet. Yeah. What is Avengers Endgame? Um. It ended with an older Captain America basically passing the shield um, to Sam Wilson, who is Falcon. Yeah. We've actually got a couple of people from Civil War and Winter Soldier that are back, which is Emily Van Camp and Daniel Brohl, who are... Yeah, that's the second one's that big, the big one. There. Yeah, who played Sharon Carter and Baron Zemo. Yeah. So the last time we saw Baron Zemo, he was just... I think he was just sent to jail, right? Mm-hmm. There was nothing really that kind of happened. Um with him so you know he might be the big bad in in the series yeah i think he's supposed to be and apparently also uh at hall h they showed uh, i guess a clip of him as well in his kind of iconic look yeah yeah which, so uh, it's, it's a little bit more comic accurate but i mean his origin in this one is is different from the comic though right yeah it's yeah yeah, that's like that's the one thing with you it's like damn you marvel for like not live streaming this because, like, I understand, obviously, you know, withholding, like, some of these, like, special clips for, like, people who actually go there. But, like, please, like, like next year, they really should think about, like, actually live streaming this. Yeah, or at least like, just Like, just the announcements. After, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. It just I seems mean, like a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. Because, and, and, like, I don't you know, know, I just get, I get tired just, like, going through Twitter, refreshing, like, every five seconds. Like. Well, with, like, the millions of people who can afford San Diego Comic-Con, there's a bunch of people who can't, right? So, for them, it is, it is again, a missed opportunity um, for them not to take advantage of that. Yeah. Right? And have people excited for it. But, I mean, I, I'm looking, I mean, I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, with this show, um, it might probably set up a potential where uh, Sam Wilson eventually passes the shield to Bucky. So which Bucky is, what, is the one who becomes yeah, the new Captain America then. Yeah, I could see that happening mm-hmm. at the end of this. Yeah, you Because, um, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's, I think, um, at the end of Endgame, that's what people were hoping would mm-hmm. happen, and it didn't happen. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a possibility. Hmm. Um, I, I think I'm going to treat this one the same as I would treat, um, like what I said about the Witcher series and that I want to wait f- 
for the reviews. I think with all the Disney Plus streaming shows, I just want to wait for the reviews um, and see what they say. Except for one, yes. Yeah, (laughs) before going into it and and seeing what happens. Yeah. Um, You know, up next after that is WandaVision. I love this title, WandaVision. I'm not a fan. (laughs) It's just so so stupid. It's such a stupid title, but it it works for me. Um, so this one is also taking place, um, after Avengers Endgame and will lead into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which, um, we'll talk about more, which is the upcoming Doctor Strange movie. And it's going to explore where Wanda's kind of powers come from. So I don't know how it's going to explain Vision, but we're also getting, um, Monica Rambeau, who... Yeah, the uh, first Captain Marvel. Yeah, so... Before... <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so we saw her in um, Captain Marvel, but at that time she was like a young girl. So now an older um, actress will play her name, Tiana uh, Paris. So that's coming out early 2021. I really like um, Wanda. I really like Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So I'm... I'm excited to kind of see her finally up in the front, like up in front and center. Right. Um, yeah, no, she's really cool. Like, I, I love her power set and yeah. the way they've kind of handled her in the movie so far, it hasn't been they've great. They've played her down a bit. Yeah. yeah. So I'd really like to see her, uh, you know, definitely, you know, get a larger role. Mm-hmm. And this is going to explore a little bit more of the relationship that she has with Vision, yeah. who uh, is played by Paul Bettany. So that one's, again, I mean, I want to see it because it's Scarlet Witch and I really like her, but I want to wait for the reviews. Yeah. And isn't it also supposed to take place in the, the uh, 50s as well? Yeah, it's supposed to kind of go back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. yeah. Um. So I think, yeah, I don't even know how they're going to explain Vision coming back. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he could, he's not, you know, anyway, I guess they, uh, at the end when he died, uh, they could have downloaded his consciousness or something. Yeah. Just put probably. him in a new body or yeah. something. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good that they're following, you know, very simple, basic IT advice of if your computer crashes, make sure to have a backup. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, I'm, Oh my god, I feel like I'm going to get so much hate for this. No, I agree. Um Loki. Like I love Tom Hiddleston, he's great and Loki is a great character, but I feel like at, at this point I I'm just all like I'm Loki'd out. Right? <laughs> Loki'd out. Um, yeah, and that uh, and that logo also was so weird. Yeah. I didn't I don't, I'm not a fan of the logo. I'm not a fan of the idea you know really. So the Loki logo reminds me of those like coexist bumper stickers that you yeah, see yeah, yeah. with like the multiple like religious Ugh. symbols and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm like some of these logos are really questionable. Yeah. I feel like I'm really just kind of lokied out at this point. I mean, I'd be fine with a mini series, but maybe wait a couple years before doing it. Yeah. Um. Early 2021 seems still seems a little bit fresh. In people's minds. Yeah. Like, I don't know. For me, the one benefit would probably just be seeing what happened um, with, like, if it kind of, you know, picks up on where um, they left Loki in Endgame, right? Yeah. Where that, like, alternate version took the um, the Space Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this show will actually follow that version of Loki. Yeah. Um, because in Avengers Endgame, he ended up, well, 2012, uh, Loki ended up stealing the Space Stone. Um, you know, when that whole scuffle thing happened at Stark Tower. Yeah. Um, the, I think the one I'm the most excited for is is the What If. Oh, I'm so happy for that one. Which is an animated series, which again, I guess... It but, has to be animated. Just like, because it's going to be, it'd be too expensive yeah. otherwise. I mean, budget constraints will probably never have it as live action, but imagine how cool it would be. Yeah, Right. Um. So what if it, it's very similar to there is like a what if kind of comic type series in Marvel, right? Oh, yeah. It's been a long running series of like what ifs where they just take like these like crazy, you know, ideas and just kind of explore them. Like, you know, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. Like what if uh, Venom possessed um, the Punisher? Yeah. 
Um, and just crazy stuff like that. Yeah. So um, what if Jane Foster um, became Thor, yeah. <laughs> which was so, one of them. And <laughs> so this one, um, the series stories will not affect the continuity of the MCU, but each episode will examine a different crucial moment in the MCU history and explore different outcomes with the actors from the films reprising the roles for the show. That's so, so cool. Yeah. So we've actually got, um, like Michael B. Jordan, we've got Haley Atwell, we've got Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Um, so it's all of the characters from the MCU movies, but in animated form. And it's just going to, again, it's going to answer those questions of what if this thing happened to a different character or something like that. And then we've also got really cool actor Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, he's a pretty cool um, guy from Westworld. As the voice of the Watcher. Yeah. So that is expected to come out mid-2021. Hyped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next one, I'm actually kind of excited for this one too, is Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, so this, a lot, of, so all of these, with the exception of What If, because it's kind of, it's MCU, but like standalone MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these really just take a place after the events of Avengers Endgame. And what I really like about the TV shows, especially with this one, is it's really kind of passing that torch. Right. Right? So in this one, it is understandable that with what happened with Clint and what he experienced having Natasha sacrifice herself for the Soul Stone, that he's kind of ready to settle down. Yeah, hanging um, up his arrow. And... Yeah, so this plot is going to involve Clint Barton passing the mantle of Hawkeye to the character Kate Bishop after the events of Avengers Endgame. So they haven't cast Kate Bishop yet, but I'm really excited to see who it'll be. And I think that Jeremy Renner will have a role in this, but it won't be a big role. I think he's just going to be there to kind of be a mentor for a bit, and then he's going to kind of let her do her own thing. Yeah. Yeah. This one's this one's the one that's coming out late 2021. Yeah. 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 Should be should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Let's then, go to the movie ones, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't even... I mean, that's enough of the TV ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, the Infinity Saga, which was phase one to three, has officially ended with Spider-Man Far From Home, and now it's the introduction of phase four. So phase four, we've got, uh, first up, we've got the Black Widow cast and plot details confirmed. So obviously, Scarlett Johansson's reprising her role. Yep. Um, we kind of knew David Harbour was going to be in it, but we didn't know what role he was going to play. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to be there and he's going to play which character again? Uh, I think it's a Red Guardian. Yes. And then we've got Florence Pugh, who um, her, her character's name is Yelena. Mm-hmm. And she is ends up being the second Black Widow. So again, yeah. It's so yeah, she'll over. probably be a, be a thing where she'll become the next one. Yeah. And, and Florence Pugh is a great actress. Yeah. She's in, wait, she was in Midsummer, she, right? Yeah. She was Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. She's the lead in Midsummer. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, David Harbour, obviously. Geeks everywhere already know him as Jim Hopper in Stranger Things. I was going to say Hellboy, but that's <laughs> a, that's probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've also got Rachel Weisz, who is going to play Melina. I wonder um, what her character is going to do in this. I just like I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. So Taskmaster is set is still set to be the main villain, but we don't know who's going to play him yet. Yeah, there's a lot of secrecy around that. Yeah. Um, and then... So it is explained that it is a prequel-ish type movie. Yeah, it's supposed to take place right uh, after, I guess, Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's ex- it's supposed to explain, um, I guess, what happened in Budapest, which is kind of a running thing between her and Clint Barton. Which, for me, I'm hoping that it's still film- filming. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Clint makes some sort of appearance there. Yeah, you should. Considering he has such a big role in her life. Yeah, no, right. Exactly. I was really surprised that like his name wasn't one of the first names on the roster. Yeah, yeah. They're probably hopefully saving that for a little surprise cameo or something. I hope so. I mean, yeah. he's got to be. He's got to be. You know, have some part in it. Mm-hmm. So um, that that one's set to come out uh, May first, twenty twenty. Yeah, as a as the first one of the new first one of Phase Four, and then the next movie up in Phase Four isn't coming out till November. Ugh. We've got a bit of a break. Um, well, that's fine. Give us uh, time to recharge our batteries on all these, right? Yeah. Uh, well, because, I mean, there are the Disney Plus movies that are uh, shows that are going to be kind of spaced out in between, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we've got The Eternals. 
Um, and we've got the cast confirmed, and we've got a stellar cast here. It's a pretty good cast. Um, we've got <laughs> Angelina Jolie, we've got Salma Hayek, Richard Madden, Brian Tyree Henney, and Kumail Nanjiani confirmed as cast members. Yeah. So they're all going to play members of the Eternals. I don't know much about the Eternals. I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> so I think I think it's I think it might be Phase Four's version of Guardians of the Galaxy in that it's going to be that movie that like no one really knows the characters about. Yeah, but then it's going to I don't know like it's yeah it's going to be different because I, I like I know I know the Eternals were originally like not even kind of part of the Marvel canon, mm-hmm. but then they were brought in. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a little, it's a little, it's going to be different. <laughs> yeah. And it comes out November 6, 2020. What's the significance of that? I... <laughs> <laughs> Which is like rolling my eyes here. It's, oh, the so day, hard. <laughs> it's the day before our wedding. Oh, geez. Right. Should we just skip our wedding? Just watch this? Probably. I mean, yeah, we don't, we, we've, we've put down so much money, but it's like still a Marvel movie, we right? We also put down a lot of money for Marvel movies. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to to see this. Uh, again, like Angelina Jolie, she's one of those actresses that like it makes so much sense to have her in like a Marvel role. Yeah. And to kind of finally have her officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is amazing. Yeah. Very Super cool. excited. Um, and then this one is kind of the one I'm really excited for. Just as an Asian, you know, person, obviously. But what? <laughs> we've got shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings so this one will be the first asian-led superhero film and it's got simo lu tony lung and my girl aquafina um, i'm very interested to see what she does in this she's so great and this is coming out february 12 2021 again like it's significant time like space between movies yeah but this is this is great because the best thing about being represented on film as an Asian person is just it's so huge and there's so much significance to it. And not only that, but they have a Canadian in it too. So Simu Liu, he is well known as um, you know, he, he's got a role in Kim's convenience. So he's good show. Great show, great <laughs> CBC show. And he's from Mississauga. Yeah. He's a Mississauga boy. That's pretty cool. Um, raised in the Aaron Mills area. So <laughs> he's really making a bunch, a lot of people proud. He's making Mississauga people proud. He's making Canadians proud. He's making Chinese people proud. So this is great. And what's hilarious is I think back in 2014, he had tweeted something saying, hey, Marvel, great job on Captain America and stuff. But what about an Asian American, like an Asian superhero? Yeah. And then in 2018, he tweeted them again and he said, hey, guys, what about Shang-Chi? Right. (laughs) So he like it, it just everything just fell into place for him. And I love I love it. And I love how happy he is and how excited the rest of the Asian community is and you know, this is a really big and great step for Marvel. So I'm super excited for it. Yeah, this movie will be, yeah, really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I also especially like that they're finally bringing back the real Mandarin. Yeah. So Ben Kingsley. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Ben Kingsley is going to show up also. Trevor, just to like... <laughs> ben Kingsley is not the Mandarin. Um, but we've got Tony Lung who will play the real Mandarin. And he's going to be the main antagonist for this too. Yeah. So I really want to see them do this actually proper yeah yeah no definitely right? definitely so i remember I, I think it was uh like a blu-ray extra uh one of those like marvel uh shorts yeah. where um like the fake mandarin was in prison mm-hmm. and then at the end it mentions like the real mandarin mm-hmm. uh so it's really cool finally you know getting to actually see him yeah yeah <laughs> So this is going to be exciting for sure. And again, it's coming out February 12, 2021. Um, is that like right by Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh, we got Am a movie I... to watch now. Oh, something to finally replace our uh, <laughs> long-running Fifty Shades uh, Valentine's Day tradition. Um, I'm excited to see who Aquafina plays, but um, I think more details will be revealed eventually in time. Yeah. Uh, next up in Phase 4 is Do- oh, Doctor Strange in gosh. the Multiverse of Madness. I am so excited for this. That is a mouthful. Yeah, the title isn't great. But, but it's very comic <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
Um, um, yeah, just, like I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, like once I heard that, obviously it's going to be like the first Marvel horror movie. Yeah, horror styled Marvel. Yeah, movie. and obviously it being directed by you know Scott Derrickson, you know yeah. the guy who did Sinister. Yeah, um, and some other horror movies as yeah, well. Yeah, so Scott Derrickson is coming back to direct because he did direct the first one. We've got Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong um, coming back, and. Elizabeth Olsen is joining the series as well. Yeah, and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so this will actually tie in directly to the upcoming WandaVision show. And again, the term multiverse, we've already got an introduction of that in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, like so a I think fake this introduction. Does, yeah, so I think this will <laughs> confirm, you know, several multiverses. Yeah, this is a this is a big opportunity because I know um, when anyone was first, I kind of mentioned, uh, and that's in the uh, Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of minds were going like, "Oh, you know, this is how they're going to introduce the X-Men and Fantastic Four and stuff." Mm-hmm. So I think and that so this now, is the one yeah. that's going to really kind of tie up all of those. Yeah, this is, this is uh, going to be a good opportunity to kind of introduce, um, you know, those guys and kind of explain, you know, why they haven't been around during the last you know decade plus of events <laughs> in the marvel universe yeah and we've got this one coming out may 7th 2021 so again there's a lot of space in between these movies for sure um and you know last but not least in phase four Ooh. we've got thor four i love it which the title is thor love and thunder i love it <laughs> i love how 80s it i looks. love how it looks it just uh <laughs> So we've got um, all of my precious babies returning. So we've got Take Away TD returning to direct. We've got Chris Hemsworth, um, Tessa Thompson, more on that later. And then Natalie Portman. So Natalie Portman skipped Ragnarok, but she's coming back. She wasn't doing as... when they skipped that movie. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. I love Ragnarok was the best. The best of. Yes. Yeah. Uh... It, was the best. it was the best of the Thor series. What? Okay, well, the Thor series, though they're not, I'll give you that, I guess. But um, but she's coming back as Jane Foster, and she'll be Lady Thor. Yeah, it was such a cool moment, too, where they, like, had her come out, and then she, like, picked up the hammer. <sighs> so good. Like. Um, <laughs> so this one will kind of, it, it'll follow the series in the comic books. Yeah, it's also supposed to kind of follow Jason Aaron's uh, run in the comics, mm-hmm. which, you know, if anyone knows that Jason Aaron's probably written, like, the most, you know, recent iconic Thor run. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she's coming in as Lady Thor. And from what I know about the comics is that she, I guess, like, she was dying of cancer then in the comics. So I wonder how... You know, we don't know how faithful it is going to be to the series or if it's just going to pay some homages to it. But yeah, I think that's kind of where it's centered around. Yeah, I guess we haven't really seen Jane Foster in a while, so we don't really know, you know, what she's been up to. And I mean, having Lady Thor um, there will also really help, too, because, I mean, um, as far as we know from Avengers Endgame, you know, Thor is out there, out in space in like the galaxies and stuff with the guardians being the dude right i wonder if he's gonna get back in shape i don't we'll see (laughs) (laughs) um but it's really great to have her come back especially as badass lady thor yeah yeah. uh natalie portman was great i don't think she gets enough love as jane foster so Mm. and to have her like like kick ass it's amazing. Yeah, it should be cool. And next up in my faves is Tessa Thompson. So we have wanted this moment for so long, and it's finally official. Tessa Thompson at the panel revealed the Valkyrie is LGBT, and she's looking for her queen. And again, Christmas Day for me. Christmas Day. In- I know the moment I saw that and I showed it to you, oh. I knew the doors that I was opening. Screams in gay. <laughs> But it's it's great and it's it's great to now have it official. Um and I'm really excited to kind of see where Valkyrie goes because she was such a great standout character in Ragnarok and we didn't see her in Infinity War and we saw only glimpses of her in Endgame. So I'm really excited to kind of um see where where this goes with with Thor Love and Thunder. And it's set to come out November 5th, 2021, which will be two days after our first wedding anniversary so cool 
we've got stuff to do. I guess looks it would appear that way. <laughs> so with Thor wrapping up, uh, with Thor Love and Thunder wrapping up Phase Four, they did announce other movie project or upcoming projects. So Kevin Feige at the end of it, he confirmed. He basically confirmed the sequels that are in development, which is the Untitled Black Panther sequel. Um, It's going to be a long time in between Black Panther movies. Ryan Coogler is coming back to direct, though, I think, because I think that his contract has has him up for His contract is forcing him to do it? No, I think he'd (laughs) want to do it. No, obviously, of course. Why wouldn't you? And I think even Danae Guerrera confirmed that she's going to come back as a Koye. Nice. Uh, No confirmation whether Killmonger is coming back. But he was also a really great character th- too, and I think a lot of people do want him to come back in some way. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, and yeah, in like comics, no one is ever dead forever. No, no. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which we kind of already figured, and Thor is going to have some sort of appearance. There. Yeah, I think they're going to call it like As Guardians of the Galaxy. Really, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, an untitled Captain Marvel sequel. Brie Larson's already expressed that she wants Kamala, um, to kind of make some sort of appearance. Um, yeah. he he basically confirmed Fantastic Four and X Men eventually in the works, but I think we're not going to get those until. Yeah, because he said to be patient. Now. Which I'm fine with. I yeah, think. especially for, yeah, I guess those are two properties where they, they're going to have to be careful with. They're going to have yeah. to take their time with. Yeah. Because considering what's what happened with these, you know, the past couple, like, X-Men movies mm-hmm. um, in particular, like, we are going to need some time to kind of, you know, wash it, the taste out of yeah. our mouths of that yeah. just, like, awful uh, apocalypse which I'm, is which I'm Which I'm fine with. I'm totally Phoenix. okay with them taking their time. With Fantastic Four and with X-Men. Yeah, yeah, they got to get it right. I mean, they're such important characters and they're so important to the Marvel Universe. And Marvel's got like a slew of of characters that they can kind of introduce to. So I'm totally more than fine with them taking their time with Fantastic Four and X-Men. Um, bringing up the great points that you've brought up. And an entitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. So Obviously. they've already said that it'll definitely be different from any of the Spider-Man movies we're used to because it'll explore, you know, Peter Parker kind of being exposed as Spider-Man. Yeah. From the events of Far From Home. Yeah, it should be interesting. I imagine they're still kind of figuring out what to do if, you know, if they want to include Venom or not. Yeah. Um, saddle thing. Yeah. I really and then would... <laughs> nothing, nothing about Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, so he didn't say anything about Deadpool. Yeah, no. Which, I don't know, like, will, like... Deadpool is still kind of a big question mark. Like Deadpool is like the easiest character of all the like Fox properties to kind of, you know, easily transition into the Marvel universe. Yeah. Just because of his like fourth wall breaking. Like, yeah. you know, you just make a quick joke here and there and everyone's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's totally makes sense that he's here now. I'm thinking that what maybe when they introduce the X-Men, they'll introduce Deadpool because he is kind of, he is a mutant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then potential, but not confirmed, which I'm kind of bummed about, is the Untitled Ant-Man and Wasp sequel. Yeah, it's got to be. I don't know. Like, we need Paul Rudd back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, we only just got a bit of Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp in, you know, Endgame and Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. And I really just want to see her kind of suit up again. Um, <laughs> she's just such a great character. Yeah. Right? And I really want to see how they they kind of settle into the new life after the the snap, mm-hmm. right? With um, Cassie being a grown up, yeah, right. So that's also the thing too. And um, again, a lot. I guess a lot of the themes and upcoming Marvel projects is really passing the mantle, right? So even if Ant Man and the Wasp is a thing where they pass a mantle on to Cassie Lang, I'm fine with that. Yeah, because that was kind of the big thing uh, with this new phase is where. You know, these are going to be beginnings for a lot of these characters. And mm-hmm. so they're going to take their time and, you know, establish everyone, you know, before we have like a big Avengers type movie again. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm, you know, I'm fine with. I'm, yeah, no, we, <laughs> they got to establish all these new guys, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think even with um, it, Far From Home revealing that, you know, the Skrulls have come back to Earth you know, what's that going to mean? I don't think it's going to be anything major yet. Um, I think I'm hoping that phase four is just kind of phase four and just introducing characters and not really introducing what's going to set up later phases. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, cause they, again, yeah, I totally agree. They just need to take their time with it. Yeah. Especially um, all these new characters. It's... We can't, it can't just be the same kind of formula where, Oh, now this guy's going to join some Avengers like team. Yeah. And then, right. Oh, or like, Oh, it's going to be this storyline. Right. I really just want them to take their time and be like, here's some characters that you guys might not know about. Cause it's a great, the thing about MCU and comic book movies in general is it really introduces a lot of new people into what the comics are. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know anything about the Eternals, but maybe I'll go to my local comic book store and learn about them. Yeah. And that was a great thing about Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was so, at least general public, so unknown. And then the movie came out and, like, you know, comic book sales for them really just, like, went up. Right. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a real, like, the good thing about these movies. It's, it's really expensive finally you know exposing all these sort of comic books to new readers right Mm -hmm. yeah and last but not least certainly not least no jeez (laughs) so uh kevin feige's kind of wrapping up the panel everyone's hugging and and cheering and the crowd is already going wild for everything and then he reveals mahershala ali to come up to the stage and Mahershala Ali, he's 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 won two Oscars. He's one of the most talented actors that we've had. Just killed um, True Detective. Yeah, he 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 played Cottonmouth and Luke Cage, um, which is again super interesting. And he's just such a great actor all around. And I'm so happy that he's getting so much recognition that he so clearly deserves. And he was the Prowler. Yeah. Yeah, he was a proud. Oh my god. And Brian Tyree Henry is also not like he's not new to Marvel either. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, since he played uh Miles Morales' dad. Yeah. But Mahershala get Ali gets up on stage and everyone's kind of already hyped, so they're like, Oh, like, why is he here? You know, like what what's he doing? Yeah. And Kevin Feige just says, like, oh yeah, like you've got a hat, right? So he puts on the hat and it zooms in and puts into focus and it just says blade. Oh. And I think that I think he had like the loudest applause. Yeah. Of the entire panel. Yeah, and I mean well deserved, yeah. obviously. He's such a great actor. And so to have him on board with like a character like Blade. Yeah. So um basically it now confirms that. Mahershala Ali is joining the MCU as Blade, which means there is going to be a Blade movie in development at some yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. Because I know they said that, I guess, this movie, like, Blade won't be a Phase 4 movie, mm-hmm. but it will. It's going to come out at some point and, you know, might be a little different than... I'm... I'm I want to know excited. what Wesley Snipes thinks about this. Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> um, I, I know he's wanting to, like, you know, suit up back. again as yeah. Blade, you know? <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not one of those people who is like you know really clamoring for like Wesley Snipes to come back as Blade. No. Uh, it's just good casting. <laughs> I mean, especially after hearing all the like stories about him on like set from like Blade Trinity. Well, wasn't and just... there like a CGI scene where he refused to open his eyes? So yeah, because he was like, yeah, he was like so mad at the director and stuff that like all the actors had to stay late because he wouldn't. He didn't want to open his eyes. Yeah. And they eventually just CG'd it. CGI'd it like. After the fact. Um, so we're really excited about this. And I, I'm hoping <laughs> that they take the approach of making it a horror style too. Yeah. Um, Blade is one of those interesting and unique kind of properties that Marvel has. In that his thing is really just like vampires are kind of the main antagonist, right? It's it's still very, it's still very much ingrained in, in Earth. Mm-hmm. Um. So to kind of bring Blade into the fantastical universe that is Marvel, yeah, um, it'll be super interesting. But I'm excited. Um, I can't wait. Mahershala Ali is one of my favorite actors of all time, and I'm just so happy he is. He's in the MCU. Yeah, there's so many people who are now in the MCU now, and it's just like this makes so much sense. <laughs> it's like why weren't you in the MCU like before? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, That's how I feel about. Um... John Krasinski and Emily Blunt right now. Oh my god! Just like, just like, I like every day. I'm just like waiting for that Fantastic Four like thing to drop. They <laughs> okay? Like, come on, you guys need to listen to fan casting because, yeah, yeah. like, when, like especially when he, especially when he has a beard. Like, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, 
please do this. Everyone has wanted that for some time. Yeah. I'm like sold. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys don't cast Emily Blunt and John Krasinski in Fantastic Four, I'm still probably going to watch you guys, but Obviously. not as happily as I will be if it was John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Mm, I guess this is okay. Should have been John Krasinski, <laughs> <the> though. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he's called? <laughs> it was, I think it was one of their, they had like a um, charity thing for The Quiet Place and they were making a joke about what their couple name was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know you're talking about now. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all of the San Diego Comic Con recap so much news yeah um if you guys are excited about anything that we talked about or if we didn't talk about anything that you guys are excited about just let us know uh you can let us know on social media at facebook.com slash this could get nerdy or on twitter and instagram at get nerdy pod and if you want to listen to our past episodes you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts we'll be back soon with another episode signing off this is sorel and i'm jeff And you're listening to This Could Get Nerdy.